Bobo's Log, Stardate 7943.69, Episode 2. Episode 2. Sorry for the hiatus, everybody. I was working a uh, NCAA tennis tournament for the Tennis Channel. Did not get back until like 1 a.m. of every single day. Not ideal for podcast recording. I was exhausted. And it doesn't help when your recording studio, I'm using air quotes right now, is when you're in your bedroom because your co-host and producers lock you in. Like they're you're like warden or some type of shit. Fathead Calvin Johnson, Joey Harrington twins, how are we, huh, fellas? Harrington's, of course, all sunshine and smiles. My SEAL Team 6 of producers, they, they got to share a lavalier mic. Well, when the, when, the, when the delivery guy gets here, sign for the package, right? And then bring that fucker in. If you leave it out there, someone's going to swipe it, of course. I'm at class all day, okay? I don't know what you want me to do. I can't be in two places at once. I'm not getting into Calvin's cloning machine. Absolutely not. First of all, I think, I don't, look, he got that degree from like one of those Bible schools online, A. B, I'm pretty sure it's just a box full of knives and he's trying to kill me. So like, hey Calvin, why don't you clone yourself first, right? And then I'll go in afterwards. He's shaking his head no. Why? Why not? Because it doesn't work that way? Why doesn't it work that way? Because you only made a cloning machine that would work for my DNA. Specifically mine. It won't work for anybody else. Yeah, this thing is a death box. 100%. Fucker. What is your deal, guy? You don't even have to pay rent here. You stole my girlfriend? Fathead Martha Ford? Like, you don't pay rent? I don't know what you want me... You're such a prick. Anyway, you're my co-host, and you have the other mic, so maybe they just pulled it. I don't know. The Harringtons have full, full uh, disclosure on what to do. Fell asleep on the couch before the Ruiz Jr. fight last night. Woke up at like 3.30 a.m., though. What a clown show that was. I just rewatched this thing. <laughs> Andy Ruiz is like my favorite athlete of all time. Well, actually, take that back. Mine is a competitive eater who will be revealed later on because ESPN is doing a 30 for 30 on, on Takaru Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut, finally! Finally! So I'll dive into that and where this could potentially lead for competitive eating. This should just be a springboard for Major League Eating, the MLE. A lot, a lot of colorful personalities in that thing. Finish it up with hoops. Pistons with the 15th pick, and, and Michigan just hired Juwan, baby. What up, baby? Juwan with that Jumpman drip? What? Ooh, 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 ooh. Love it. First and foremost, though, I gotta tip my piece to Star Trek. Just watched Search for Spock the other day. Fantastic flick, fantastic series. Scotty, play it. Andy Ruiz guy. Okay, so both were age 29. 
Joshua 6.6, Ruiz 6.2. Joshua 247.8 weight. Oh, they had to throw that point eight. Just round it up to 248 if you're just going to list my man Ruiz at 268. Maybe he was 267 point something. God. Reach 82 inches for Joshua, 74 inches for Ruiz. <laughs> and they were just going off about how Joshua is this like specimen. He's like the perfection for a heavyweight champ. No body fat. He's got the six pack and everything right. <laughs> Ruiz is like butterball. He's got this tattoo across his chest. He's got victory on his back. And he's got this like goatee. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's a tale of two different people. But uh, Ruiz ends up taking this dude down. Seventh round TKO. The, uh, the ref like calls it. Joshua loses his mouthpiece in the seventh round. And he's just chilling in the corner, constantly looking there, thinking that like the round's gonna be done. They just called it. Ruiz is your new champ. Was it like WBO? I think he became. Yeah, WBO. And uh, oh man, I mean Joshua should have known. He had he did like a photo shoot with Drake beforehand. Swear to God, these pictures are all over Twitter now. If you do like a little bit of a dive, and uh, he did it to himself. So they're calling Ruiz the Mexican Rocky, and I love it. This guy is such a clown. <laughs> I'm definitely watching his next fight. Um, I wonder what type of shape he's going to try to get into. Maybe he just like doubles down and gets heavier because every, every time he moved or threw a punch, he's jiggling. It was almost hypnotic from, from the rewatch that I just gave. But uh, I can't wait to see Stephen A. talk about this. Stephen A.'s Twitter was blowing up about it as well. Anyway, not, boxing's not really obscure. It's died off as a sport a little bit. Hopefully this gives it a little bit more attention. Ruiz, keep it going, my man. Carry that torch. But another obscure sport, competitive eating. Obviously, every 4th of July, there's the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. And Joey Chestnut's been just destroying the field. But it wasn't always that way. He used to have a challenger, a challenger who could actually like push him, where it was a legit competition every year. Takaru Kobayashi. But he was suspended by Major League Eating. MLE suspended him from, from the competition because he was eating in unsanctioned events. Disgusting. And a lot of people don't know the story. They don't. They just take Joey Chestnut as like the ultimate champion. Before Chestnut, it was Kobayashi, a.k.a. Kobe. Thankfully, ESPN finally responded to my emails. They're doing a 30 for 30 on these two. They're calling it the good, the bad, and the hungry. Love that title. Love that title. Love it. Calvin's a hater, of course, because Calvin doesn't like Western movies. So he's never seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, like a jabroni. Yeah, no, you are a jabroni. No, it doesn't matter. What do you mean you have to be from that time period to appreciate Westerns? They didn't have movie theaters back then. No, they didn't. Just because they had that one in, okay, fair, fair. They had one in Red Dead Redemption too. fair. Good point, good counterpoint. But that doesn't mean that every cowboy had the, okay, you know what? We're not even gonna get into this. You're getting me off track, dude. Just shut up, just shut up. 30 for 30, anyway, I'm not even gonna bring up the name. 30 for 30 comes out July 2nd. And uh, should be hype the way that they do them. 
if they do it right. Again, Kobe Ashi was suspended on June 28, 2010. They have not allowed him to eat since. Uh, I can't find any press releases saying that he's retired, which a lot of these guys do. Like, hopefully this 30 for 30 helps highlight other eaters because they're very much like wrestlers, their personalities. Very colorful, very entertaining. I'll give you a rundown of my favorites a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's been suspended since 2010. I haven't found a press release for him saying he's retired, which there definitely would be one for how big he was, slash is, definitely in Japan. And we just need someone to, to push Chestnut. The guy, the only person who could push him is Kobayashi. Last year, Carmen Sincati, who recently retired, by the way. Fuck that guy. Carmen Sincati lost by 10 dogs last year. 10 dogs and buns to Chestnut. Now, to the unsanctioned, to like the layman eater, fan of competitive eating, you might think, oh, that's pretty good. 10 dogs and buns is like a sprinter winning by like 5 seconds. It's an eternity. It's so many. It's such a big difference. Horse lengths, I don't know, how, whatever your metric you want to go by, it's a blowout. And I'm tired of seeing Chestnut just coasting victory. He needs to be pushed. Because, by the way, I think Chestnut's a better eater than Kobayashi for hot dogs. Just hot dogs. Kobayashi's a better eater overall. So let him eat. They had this thing back in 2002 called the Glutton Bowl on Fox. It was wild. They only did it for one year. And Kobayashi ended up winning it. Kobayashi was the superstar back then, so they, of course, rigged the competition for him in a way. Here were the rounds. Hard-boiled eggs. Quarter-pound sticks of butter. Oh, God. Whole beef tongue. Hot dogs, of course. That, that's the round Kobayashi was given hot dogs. After hot dogs. Mayonnaise. <laughs> 32 ounces per bowl of mayonnaise. The winner, Oleg Zornitsky. Let's click on his name to see where, if he's dead. Wikipedia page leads nowhere. Definitely died. This guy ate four bowls, which is the equivalent of eight pounds of mayo. Oh, gross. Ooh. Oh, man, we might need to take a break so I can throw up. Power through. Just scroll down, scroll down. Okay. Oh, my God. No, you could not eat that. Calvin, shut up. Shut up. You're insane if you could think, if you think you could eat that much mayonnaise. No, you're insane. No, you're insane. I'm saner than you. Saner than you are. Saner than you. Anyway, other rounds. Hamburgers and uh, a 15-foot sushi roll. Nobody got that far on that. What they got four feet was the winner. Oh, gross. Two dudes ate the equivalent of 78 pounds of sushi roll. Oh, gross. Okay, I don't even know how that's possible. Anyway. 30 for 30 is hopefully going to highlight these guys. So then Eric Badlands Booker, he's a subway conductor slash rapper. Maybe he's going to get some more shine. Maybe he gets a reality TV show. These guys need some f money because they're all going to die. <laughs> they're all going to die. They need the money for their doctors. A couple other guys. Um, Eric, or 
Yeah, no, it's Ad Cookie Jarvis. He's great. Dominic the Doginator. Simcoli. Matt the Megatoad Stony. He was supposedly an up-and-comer. Could never challenge Chestnut. Lost by like 15 dogs. Get out of my fucking kitchen, dude. My favorite eater is Tim Janus, a.k.a. Eater X. He would paint his face to protect his identity, to protect the ones that he loved. That's, for, that's a Batman reference for everybody out there. That's why Batman wears the mask, to protect the ones he loves. That's why Eater X paints his face, because when he eats, he's protecting the ones that he loves. I mean, Sonya Black Widow Thomas, she's a legend, the female. She's like 98 pounds, right? Calvin, you have a thing for her. You've got the hots for her, right? You said you did off camera. God damn you. You always put me on the spot and then you screw it up. Keep it up. And Danny DeVito's gonna be the co-host. Yeah, no, Danny's over here. He's playing as security guard. I have him, Danny's security in case you act a fool. And then, uh, He's gonna have to bounce your ass, just like Swayze in Roadhouse. You've seen Roadhouse. I've made you seen Roadhouse. You've watched it. Shut up. Well, you also watched the Scripps National Spelling Bee. There's another obscure sport. That was such horse shit. That was such horse shit. The kids are getting too smart. That's what all these headlines are. They're praising these eight champions. If you didn't watch or you don't know by now, eight Teenagers were crowned National Spelling Bee Champions. Eight. That's such a joke. I'm okay with three. I'm okay with a tri-champion, like Tri-Wizard Cup and Harry Potter. That's fine. We're cool with that. But eight? That's a joke. Calvin, shut up. You're not okay with this at all. Yeah, even he's not. See, this is like the first thing we've agreed on, ever. It's, it's, ah. <laughs> oh, man. They kept saying that their, their excuse was that it was going too long and that the kids had spelled all the difficult words. Well, guess what? Start over. Go right back to page one of the friggin' dictionary. I don't know, I don't know what, I, what you gotta do. Make them hop on one leg, pat your head and rub your stomach at the same time, whatever it takes. Eight champions being crowned. I mean, uh, eight? I get it. They broke the system, I guess. People threw in the towel, but that's what champions do. They keep going. I'm looking at this picture. Looks like there's two guys in the back, not showing any teeth in the smile. One person, okay, one, two, three. Four, five. I'd say five of the eight are legitimately geeked, and the other three are like low-key salty. They're like, please, don't get me wrong that they won. And I'm using air quotes there. Could be happier, though. Those are the three that I would crown. Those are my three champions right there. Calvin, would you agree? This tall dude in the back, of course. I mean, seven of the eight winners are Indian, so... The white girl is just geeked out of her mind. But these three Indian dudes right here, these are my champs.
Yep, you can tell when they get back to their car, they're just going to go off. And I bet their parents are going to go off as well. Anyway, congratulations to the eight champs. Rishik Ganharsi, Aaron Howard, Saket Sundar, Shruthika Padi, Sohum Sukhatankar, Abhijay Kodali, Christopher Sararo, Sarao, I think, there we go, sorry, and Rohan Raja. Yeah, it was awkward for them to share the trophy. All of these freaking newspapers. <sighs> Eight national champions, that's absurd. That's absolutely absurd. Uh, I gotta go rinse my mouth off with mouthwash before we talk Pistons Hoops in Michigan. We'll be back. We are back just like Juwan Howard is back in Ann Arbor for Michigan. What up, doe? What up, doe? Because he's a Chicago guy, so that's not, you shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. Remember the Detroit thing. Although he was just taking a picture with T Grizzly, so I will allow it. Former MSU student T Grizzly poses with Juwan Howard. Hmm, interesting. Detroit, Michigan native and legend. Wow, I mean, he did get kicked out. First string of robberies, so. Um, kind of makes sense, but whatever. Juwan's getting that street cred early, which is what you want in a head coach. It's what you want. These guys are going to be coming in, these recruits, looking all crispy. And once, like I said, once again, in that jump man drip, decked out in swag. Somebody needs to get those red Jordans that he was wearing when he got off the fucking plane and just burn them. I don't know what that was about. That was a problem. Probably, that was his first mistake as head coach. That was bad. Bad look. Even had the sweater had the red jump, man. You know what? Whatever. He's a heat guy. It's heat culture. And that's why I'm not really that concerned coaching. I mean, Spolster is a really, 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 really good coach. Really good coach. And... I think he'll be fine with that. I think the recruiting is the issue, and that's the, the biggest question mark from every article I've been reading. People are worried about how he's going to adapt. He got hired late in the recruiting cycle, A. Our best player, Jalen Wilson, who we had committed, is decommitted because Beeline left. I don't know if we're going to get this guy back in the fold. Cole Bajima, I think I'm saying that right, if I'm not. Bajema, I don't know. He's coming back. He's recommitted. So that's hype. We lost Luke Yaklich, the assistant coach who was supposed to be insane for defense. He went to Texas. So that's concerning. I believe we're keeping Sadie Washington. He's got ties to Detroit. And he's got ties from the original um, coaching staff, obviously. But man, I don't know. What type of players is Juwan going to go for? He can get, I think he's more appealing for these five stars and stuff like that. I think he'll embrace the one and done culture more than Beeline will. Or did. Not to say that Beeline was against it. I guess I just, I don't know. Juwan never coached anywhere, so it's impossible to compare. Or to like project what he'll look like or what this team will look like. 
Now, I do like that apparently Phil Martelli is going to be joining the staff, the old St. Joe's coach. That's a great hire. He'll know the ins and outs of recruiting, at least the rules. He should. He never got flicked for anything improper. But it's hype. I mean, you got the guy going back to the alma mater, the legend. Calvin, when's the last time you went back to Georgia Tech? I don't know. I can look it up. Let's see. Calvin Johnson, Georgia Tech. He says he goes back all the time. I'm calling bullshit because he never comes back for the Lions. Clicking news. Nothing. Hmm. Interesting. But I did see an article that just popped up. Looks like you're still salty at the Lions for taking back some of the money that you owed them because you broke your contract. Wow. The only way they're going to get me back is if they put the money back in my pocket. No, you don't do that. I don't care what they say. You can put it back. Then you can have me back. That's the bottom line. That's what Calvin said. Damn, you really want that signing bonus back. You broke contract, my guy. I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. What do you want me to say? Teams do this all the time. What did you think they were going to do? Yeah, just do that thousand yard stare. Take it up with your girl, Martha Ford. Fathead Martha Ford. You should supposedly date, unless that's a lie, too. We'd love to have you back, buddy, but if you don't want to uh, meet us halfway, open the door. I'm sure that the Lions could pay you like they do Barry Sanders to show up like once a year at Thanksgiving. Like $200,000 a year. There you go. Maybe you announce a fucking draft pick once in a while and not troll us. Do a wide receiver workout drill with the Oakland Raiders instead of us. Get out of here, man. Plus, if you did it, I bet you they'd grease the wheels to get your weed shops opened up in Detroit. I know you're trying to do that. And I know that they're screwing around with the permits and stuff. Come on, brother. You help them, they help you. You know how this works. Maybe you get so successful in the weed biz, you buy the lions. Talk about sticking it to the friggin' man. You think about it. You think about it. Yeah, no, I mean, that is true. Juwan Howard could also go for grad transfers. I think he's rumored to be looking at the Alabama wing, Tevin Mack. This dude is supposedly hype. So um, Avery Johnson left Alabama, or mutually left. I don't know if you want to say they fired him or something. But um, he had some pretty low-key recruiting classes and developed some pretty good players. Tevin Mack is apparently one of them. He's going through the transfer portal. And Juwan had these like AAU camps. That's another thing that a lot of these hype recruits went through. So, um, reasons to be a little bit concerned for sure, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Only program in the country that has alums coaching football and basketball. It's pretty cool. Psych. I really don't give a shit. Just win games. <laughs> Couldn't care less. Let's win games and hang some friggin' banners, boys. I'm hopeful. But I'm hopeful. Don't care what this means for the Fab Five at all. This is not about you guys. Whatsoever. Stop trying to make it about you guys. I want a successful coach. Period. It's cool. That's just like a, that's an added bonus that you guys are 
gonna be like showcased, but that team was a while ago, you know? What's fresher in Michigan fans' minds probably would be the Louisville team. They lost in the championship closely. Trey Burke's block and all that stuff. Start talking about those guys. No offense to you. I just don't like, like the stroll down memory lane. Hopefully he can do it. We're losing three good players to the draft. Ignis Brzezakis, Charles Matthews, and then Poole leaving is such a joke. But whatever, they're going. And uh, I hope none of them get drafted by the Pistons. <laughs> Pistons have the 15th pick in the draft because they were idiots and they didn't tank, so they did nothing in the playoffs, but whatever. And um, options are limited. I'm seeing a lot of mocks where we could get different players. Um, one of the most popular, though, is Romeo Langford out of Indiana. He is a potential like lottery. He's a wing player, freshman. Had a torn ligament in his shooting hand, supposedly, for most of the season. So that's why they're, that's their excuse for him not being good at shooting. We already had an athletic wing who's muscular, who can drive to the hoop. His name was Stan, and who couldn't shoot. His name was Stanley Johnson. You guys remember that? Um, I don't know if I really want the same player. Other options. Again, at 15, you have really no hope. You're kind of just taking the highest ceiling. In my opinion, that's what you should be doing. Whoever's the highest ceiling, take that player. Rui Hachimura from Gonzaga has shown up a couple of times. Um, he's got a high floor. It's like what I see about everybody. I want Kevin Porter Jr. out of USC, but I don't know if he'll be there. That guy has like top five talent, but he's got baggage. And I really don't give a shit. <laughs> like, no offense, Calvin, would you care? No, he's shaking his head. Joey, I mean, the Joeys are squeaky clean. So that might bother them. Joeys, do you guys care about having, a, like, a bad boy on your team? Wow, they're saying no. Guess, but then watching Sons of Anarchy, he's rubbing off. That's hype. Yeah, no, I don't know what his deal was. He got benched a couple times during the season by the team. Again, super young, USC. They don't really give details on why that happened, but uh, I'd give him a shot. Why not? He's the highest ceiling talent at 15. If he's there and you don't take him, I'm furious. I'm furious. I don't want to see her little from North Carolina. The dude's like combine or drill times are absurdly slow. Wearing cinder blocks for shoes. Absolutely not. No, thank you. They got problems. I mean, they're in the luxury tax already. Just take a good player. I saw some scenarios where maybe they trade a pick for, like, Eric Gordon. The Rockets want to blow it up. Like, don't do it. Don't. Try to build this team. You can't do it any other way. The East is not that good, but if you're not, like, Toronto or a top squad, what's the point? Ty Jerome from Virginia... He could develop into like a solid three-point shooter. That's fine. I mean, if you if you can develop a skill set that's useful, you're good. And a lot of people in the draft or fans who think about pit players drafted, they're concerned about like superstar stuff. That doesn't happen all the time. When I say this, I'm talking kind of like Luke Kennard is a nice player. I like Luke Kennard a lot. He's not Donovan Mitchell at all. He never was going to be. 
But Donovan Mitchell takes like 40 shots a game. Donovan Mitchell is a ball-dominant player. Donovan Mitchell isn't that good of a shooter. And I hate to say he's like exciting as hell to watch. That style of play doesn't age well. Kennard is a good shooter. He already has that skill set. You can start adding other things to your game, become a craftier scorer, like Harden. I'm not saying he's Harden. I didn't even mean to bring that up. Ugh, I just meant that Harden is not that athletic of a player. God damn you, Wills. No, I didn't just compare Luke Kennard to Harden. Chill, Calvin. Fuck off. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I just thought of that because they're both left-handed. Point is, if you have like a 10-year career in the NBA, you're a good player. I likened Luke Kennard to like a J.J. Redick for a minute. Maybe he doesn't even get as good as J.J. Redick, but that's a good NBA career and a solid player to have. At 15, that's kind of like all you can hope for. And people are like, Giannis was picked at 15. Okay, well, if there's another dude who has like an 8-foot wingspan who's available there and we don't pick him, I'll storm the gates of Little Caesars Arena with you. But just take... It's, they're, they're stuck in purgatory. They're not bad enough to tank. They're not good enough to really do anything or make noise. I love Blake Griffin, but his body's only going to get worse and deteriorate more as he gets older. He had knee issues this year towards the end. Right? I don't think Drummond is like a leader whatsoever. He just released his friggin' single, wake up. It's horrible. No offense, dude. Who's the last successful basketball player slash musician? Nobody. Just like, please work on your game. I know you are. Just continue to, please. Reggie Jackson, stay healthy. Get a friggin' cryogenic nitro chamber because we can't trade you. Nobody wants your ass. John Moore, continue leading, being the legend that you are. Just see what they can do. Bruce Brown, I like a lot. Let's keep developing him. Let's see what Kyrie can do. And just try to find like a Pascal Siakam. Try to find some dude who has a useful skill set. Elite defense. Or he's a really good shooter. Or he's um, got that like old-fashioned post game. So he's a solid backup. I don't know. Just like... Let's find useful players for once. Let's actually trend in a good direction. Let's not mortgage our future for a, like a win-now scenario. Calvin's saying they should draft him at 15. What are you talking about? You're not even... Yeah, I'm sure you're pretty good at hoop. Of course you're good. You were like... What are you, 6'6"? Six, six? And you were an NFL receiver. Yeah, I bet you're one of the best athletes out on the gym. We're not talking about average Joes, my guy. No, fuck off, dude. No. Why don't you, if you think you can still play, why don't you pick up your helmet and go back to the Lions, huh? Why don't you do that for a year? That would be sick. No, he's shaking his head, of course. Then they would pay you your money if you came back and played. How about that? How about that? Yeah, he's saying no. Yeah, well, screw you then. What, how, about I, how about I stop doing these podcasts then? No, 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 I won't do that. So we signed a deal. Always, we're going to do these in the living room from now on. Since I fall asleep in the bedroom. Screw this guy. Sign this contract in blood. 
right? Joey, both Joey's are shaking their heads, yes. We signed with, what did you sign with, Calvin? What do you mean you didn't use your own blood? What did you use? Whose blood was it? Wow, okay. Ooh. Alright, okay. Oh, I don't know why I'm chuckling. He's been watching too much Breaking Bad. Alright, that's, uh, I don't, no, 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 don't say anymore. I don't want to know anymore, because then I, could, I, 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 I would know too much information if I get questioned. Yikes, this dude is weird. Okay. Um, well, anyway, uh, I signed with my own blood. I don't know what, who, what Calvin did, but we signed a deal. We're going to try to drop a podcast a week. Um, every Wednesday. Maybe more podcasts. I don't know. I don't know if I have enough time. I keep trying to sign up for as many like broadcasting things as I can. So, um, until the next one, folks. Scotty, play us out.